welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Tonight, I continue my teaching on the uncommon blessing, and I'm doing part four, subject, subtitled, Abraham's blessings are mine. And tonight, I'm going to try to run through my notes as I prepared so that we can do due diligence to the subject. Because when I look at the subject, it's too heavy for one service. And I wouldn't want to move it to another Tuesday. And I want to inform all of us online also of our upcoming anniversary conference. And uh, it's going to be power packed all Fridays and all Sundays in the month of May. And I want to invite you to join us at Caris Temple as we celebrate a decade of God's pure grace. And we're going to have great speakers like Reverend Samonyakon, our ASM, Reverend Amo Asare, ASM, Area Supervising Minister in Accra North, the resident pastor of Zoe Temple, Tema, we're going to have Reverend Andy Olsen, KICC Ghana, Prophet Kingsley Ajiman, and then we're going to have Reverend Dr. Anthony Kujo to bless us in all these Fridays and Sundays in the month of May. I want to see you join us, celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Tonight I'm teaching on the subject, Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham was a very, very successful person. Was a very, very successful human being that ever walked on the surface of the earth. If you are looking for human beings that were successful in every area of their life or major areas of their lives, you can mention Abraham's name and you can be very, very confident that he will pass it. He was prosperous. He was blessed. He, was, he flourished. And that is because he encountered God in a way that not many people encountered him. In fact, it was the encounter between God and Abraham that that's the reason why we are here today. Had it not been for the encounter between God and Abraham, the story would have been different. So there is a blessing you have heard. Anytime we are praying, we connect you to the blessing of Abraham. And there is even a song, Abraham's blessings are mine. And sometimes the problem with the current church is that we can, you can join a church and know a lot of slogans and a lot of things. You can hear a lot of things that when you pay your tithe, the heavens will be opened. When you become born again, all your sins are forgiven. And that statement is a very heavy statement. And if you don't take care, 
you will just take it like, oh, when, when you become born again, your sins are forgiven. And when a sinner asks you, what does that statement mean? You see, a lot of us will be fumbling. When we talk about foundational doctrine, many Christians today don't know. When we say go and win souls, many Christians will not know which scripture to use. Because though we are in the church, we are not carrying the church in us. You can only carry the church in you when you are indoctrinated. When you grow in the doctrines of God and you will grow in understanding. It takes understanding for you to rep Jesus anywhere. Because when the question is thrown on you, and you, you see, when you are, this is the Christian faith, I'm, I'm speeding because I've not even stepped into eight pages of my notes. The Christian faith is a profession. It's a profession. So that is, you, you realize that if you are a professional worker or you are a corporate worker, no matter how long you go on leave, when you resume work and they put you where you, know, you usually work, you don't ask anybody that you have forgotten the work. Some way, somehow, immediately you sit down. It will be as if you, you never went on leave. And that is how the Christian faith should be. It must, you, you, it must be in you. You went to school to study pharmacy. For four years, they were fabricating you to turn your mind into a pharmacist. So no matter how long you stay away from the job, immediately you hear somebody with typhoid, you know what drug to give to. And that is the power of indoctrination. Getting indoctrinated in the Christian faith. Else, you see, challenges are going to come and you will find yourself wanting. Sometimes I read the international news and you see Hillsong music directors deflecting from the faith. They openly declare that they, are, they don't believe in Jesus again. And that is because your faith will be tested in different ways. And until you are indoctrinated and established and deep, the Bible uses the word deeply rooted. Deeply rooted. You cannot disciple another person. The reason we are not winning souls is because we are not deeply rooted. Because you got to be deeply rooted before you can draw somebody to Christ. And that is why I love teaching service because that is the place we make Christians. Sunday we don't make Christians. The teaching service, that is where you make Christians. You, teaching service is for people who want to know God. Not who want to come and take from God. So you see that today I'm going to teach you something that you never knew. Or even if you knew, more light will be thrown on it and more emphasis will come to you. Hallelujah. So we are looking at Abraham's blessings are mine. So Abraham, I told you, was a very successful and blessed man in many areas because he kept faith in God. He kept faith in God. He kept faith. He didn't have faith today and lost it yesterday or tomorrow. He kept faith with God. He got stuck with God. And that was the reason why he became that successful. Now, Romans chapter 4, Romans chapter 4, verse 20 to 21. Romans chapter 4, verse 20 to 21. Let's do the amplified version. Yes, look at the scriptures well. You need the scriptures. 
And as you read them, understanding will come to you. No unbelief or distrust made him waver. Talking about Abraham. What does it mean to waver? Doubtingly question. Hey, this Christosumkra, is it, am I not wasting my time? Is it real? Why don't I follow the others to get what I want? So he didn't doubt it. To waver means to doubtingly question. Concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. Verse 21. Fully satisfied and assured that God was able. This is where we must get to. You must be fully satisfied that God is able to drive your life fully into his promises. And none of his promises, not one, will fail concerning you. He was satisfied and fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and to do what he had promised. God will bless you the same way if you can stay in faith in him. The same way because the testimonies of God are reproducible. And may you see that kind of testimony in your life. Yeah. The testimonies of God are reproducible because it takes the same virtue to produce such testimonies. So if we can keep faith with God, the same way God responded to Abraham's faith, he is going to respond to our faith also. Romans chapter 4 verse 16, amplified version. Take note, he's teaching. He said, therefore, inheriting the promise is the outcome. Say, my, my inheritance is based on my faith. So the inheritance is there. The uncommon blessing is there. The breakthrough is there. But before you can inherit it, your faith must be in position. You must be fully persuaded. You must be fully satisfied that God is able and mighty to do according to his promises concerning you. So the breakthrough, the blessing, that uncommon favor, that uncommon blessing is available, but you can only inherit so Paul puts it this way, all things are yours. That means everything is available for your progress. Everything is available for our progress. Whatever God has said is available. This was the statement God gave me in my quiet time this morning. Whatever he has said is available. What is not available is, is not in his word. Whatever God has said is available. You may not see it, you may not hear of it, you may not have been exposed to it, but it is available. And this scripture, Romans chapter 4, verse 16, 
is telling us that therefore, inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith and depends entirely on faith. Please, are you here? You see many of the reasons why your breakthrough is delaying, why our breakthroughs keep delaying and others are, are getting their breakthrough. Your breakthrough will not disappear because I got my breakthrough. Your breakthrough is reserved for you, but you can only inherit it entirely by your faith. That is why you must not joke with your faith. That is why you must be interested in building your faith. That is why you must be interested in keeping a strong faith in God because your inheritance is entirely based on your faith in God. In order that it might be giving us an act of grace, unmerited favor. So as long as your faith is in place now unmerited favor has no option than to show forth on your life it takes faith for grace to work are you here it takes faith for grace to work we are saved by grace through faith the, the power wire <laughs> The power wire for grace is your faith. You cannot assess grace without faith. Salvation can never come to a man if he doesn't place his faith, his belief in Jesus. So your, the grace, that unmerited favor can only be activated on our lives when we put our faith entirely in God and that was what Abraham did to make it stable and valid and guaranteed to all his descendants not only to the devotees and adherents of the law but also to those say Abraham's blessings are mine oh, say it with him say Abraham's blessings are mine so it's not only for the Levites and the Israelites, the Sadducees and no, 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 no. We. This is where the, if I, I finish breaking the scripture and I share the grace, I'm done. He said, not only the typical Israelites and all that, the Pharisees, no, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham, who is thus the father of us all. So, I immediately we share the same faith with Abraham. We also buy into that inheritance. We also qualify. We are also positioned to enjoy the same blessings declared on him. And today, I'm going to attempt to mention 36 blessings that God engineered into Abraham for it to run through his bloodline and may those 36 blessings be activated over your life. Amen. Can I hear a big amen? amen? Through Christ, we become descendants of Abraham. Through Christ. And we share fully in the blessings of Abraham. Faith 
and obedience carries a man into the blessings of Abraham. Faith and obedience. In this teaching, mighty men are being raised. In this teaching, mighty women are being raised. In this teaching, ministers of states are being raised. In this teaching, judges of the nations are being raised. In this teaching, presidents are being raised. In this teaching, prophets are being raised. In this teaching, millionaires are being raised. Billionaires are being raised. Nation shakers are being raised. In the name of Jesus. Faith and obedience will carry a man into the blessings of Abraham. You share in the uncommon blessings of Abraham. And that if you are born again, you share in the uncommon blessing of Abraham. Let's go to Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. I now feel the presence of God to teach. Sometimes you can be teaching without the cloud. Then suddenly whilst you are teaching, then the cloud comes. It has come. Galatians chapter 3, verse number 9, sorry. Verse number 9, because of time. He said, so then, they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Give me the amplified version. He said, so then those who are people of faith are blessed and made happy and favored by God as partners in fellowship with the believing and trusting Abraham. Do you understand? That means we share in the things that God gave to Abraham. Period. Give me the GNT version. He said, Abraham believed and was blessed. So all who believe are blessed as he was. Carbon satires. So if we share in the faith of Abraham, we share in the blessing. He did not produce the blessing. He connected to the blessing that is from God. So if we share in his faith in God, we also take our full inheritance in the blessing also. Give me the message version of this. These are the foundational scriptures for the blessings I'm going to mention. For those now who live by faith, Kabbalah, are blessed along with Abraham. Never from today, you are more a son or a daughter of Abraham than your biological father. Are you here? You have to begin to think that way that your grandfather is Abraham. If, if, some of us, if we don't think that way, you have to do warfare for the rest of your life because your grandfather, you know the things he did. He said, for so those now who live by faith, so my relationship with you Trizzy, I don't know you from Adam. I don't know your hometown. I don't know where you are coming from. I don't care whatever. But what brings us together here, which puts us in a position, I can do something for you, Emilia, that I may not do for my 
biological relative. Why? Because we share the same faith. Because there is one unifying factor, Christ Jesus. And it binds us together so much so that you, you see, there is a love that flows that even doesn't flow between you and your blood relatives. So he says, so those now who live by faith are blessed along with Abraham who live by faith. This is no new doctrine. It has been there and it will, it will continue to be there. Galatians 3.16 The foundation has taken almost 30 years. Now the promises, covenants and agreements so the promises are not <laughs> take away. The promises of God are not a gift from Father Christmas. You don't pay Father Christmas. You don't need to engage Father Christmas to get a gift from him. But when the Bible says the promises of God into brackets, covenants and agreements, it talks about from fellowship to partnership. I love that song. It's a very powerful song. If you have not heard it, go and take your time and listen to that song by Bill Sin. From fellowship to partnership. The whole story about Christianity and the kingdom of God is from fellowship to partnership. Because the promises of God are covenants and agreements. That is why many people seem to be absent from the promises of God. Because they are not vague words. They are, they are not gifts from Father Christmas. They, it will engage you. God will have to engage you in order for you to assess the promises of God. And from his side, it has been made available. So he said, now the promise, the promises covenant and agreement were decreed and made to Abraham and his seed, his offspring, his heir. His heir, that means that the one who inherited him is not Ishmael, it's Isaac. So the promise is from Abraham through Isaac, not Ishmael. I'm not teaching about that. Let me concentrate so I can move into the blessing. That's why I told you teaching service makes Christians. And that is the teaching, that's the service many people in the church don't attend. So therefore, if you attend only Sunday, 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 you'll be de 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 deprived of increasing in knowledge of God. So he, God, does not, does not say, and to seek descendants, heirs, no. As if referring to many persons. Are you understanding? We'll go to the old King James. It will give you a clear answer. He didn't say children. He said child. But, and to your seed, your descendant, your heir, obviously referring to one individual who is none other than Christ. And that lineage came through Isaac, Jacob. Give me the old King James. You need to know Bible. Enough with John 3.16. 
Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made and his seed. He saith not. And the Bible knows this argument to come up today. So it's clear. He didn't say and to seeds as of many, but as of one and to thy seed, which is Christ Jesus. So through Christ, we connect to the blessing that God declared on Abraham. So as you are sitting here, as a blood-washed believer, you are a full candidate to benefit from the blessings of Abraham. Give the Lord a good clap offering someone. You see, when you know some of these things and you enter into prayer, you pray very confidently. You pray with authority and power. You pray with trust. Because it's not like you are stealing. It's not like you are not part of the commonwealth of Israel. You are part of the commonwealth of Israel by virtue of the blood of Jesus and your belief in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ Jesus. Are we getting somewhere? Galatians chapter 3 verse 14. Christ is the custodian of the Abrahamic blessing. Christ. You can't access the Abrahamic blessing without Christ. He is the custodian. The custodian of the Asante kingdom is Otunfor. No other person has the authority on that land to give you access to the kingdom except that man. So the custodian of the Abrahamic blessing is Christ. He is the one holding the authority and the right to access. So if you want to access the Abrahamic, the Abrahamic kingdom or blessing, you need to come through Christ. So as we have entered through Christ, you are a bona fide candidate, elected, ordained, anointed, appointed to manifest the blessings of Abraham. Celebrate God with a good clap offering. He said that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Wow, what a teaching. I think I should have taught this on Sunday. What do you think? No, we can't teach everything on Sunday. You have taken a full spiritual position to partake in this blessing. That's why the Bible said we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly place. The day you became born again, you were loaded with blessing. You don't have an idea, but I believe that by now you are beginning to see that you are silent, some powerful, you are some powerful son. You would think he, he doesn't know that he's a powerful man. He doesn't need to become a Santi king. He doesn't need to become a Santini too for you to know that he is blessed. Yeah. He knows by virtue of his relationship with the king. So if today you will also catch the light and know that by virtue of your relationship 
with God through Christ Jesus. Charlie, you are not some mere man. You are some atomic bomb. You are some precious jewel. You are some bank of wealth. I pray in the name of Jesus that your spiritual eyes will know and understand and perceive the inheritance you have in Christ Jesus. Somebody shout, I received the revelation. It's a revelation. And when you get it, you will never suffer from inferiority complex. You will know who you are. You are a powerful person. You are just going through the process. And the process is not forever. It's a process. It will end somewhere. And when it ends somewhere, we will see the product. But the product is a reflection of the source of the material. So I am not of, I'm not born of man or by the will of man. You have not been born by the will of man. You were not born by the will of the flesh, but you were born by the will of God, by the seed that is incorruptible. That is the word of the Lord. Your, your, your makeup will not allow you to end in shame. He said, our end is the glory of God. Your product is the glory of God. I declare in the name of Jesus, as your eyes opens into who you are in Christ, may the blessings of Abraham follow you in your health, follow you in your career, follow you in your marriage, follow you in your spiritual life, follow you in your academics, follow you in your social life, in the mighty name of Jesus. You are a shareholder of the uncommon blessings. May this church, may this church, may your life, may you manifest the uncommon blessing. I prophesy great men in this house. I prophesy great men in this house. Bank managers, bank owners, business gurus, estate owners, professional career flying, flying high. I declare in the name of Jesus, the mountains of the nations are coming into our possessions. I prophesy regional ministers in this house. I prophesy state ministers, diplomats. I declare, I declare, I declare that the blessing of Abraham will manifest upon everybody in this house. And anyone watching online, may the blessing of Abraham change your color, change your language, change your posture in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. What are these blessings? Let me mention a few, but I, I pray I'm able to mention 36 of them to you. 36 of them. The first one. God will make you a great nation. That is what he, he, he told him. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Go ahead. He said, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, your country, and from thy country, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. The Lord has promised Jude to make out of you a great nation. And that is the promise of God. He has lifted his word far above his name. And he is able to do. He is able.
Bible, and the Bible said, fully satisfied that God is able and mighty to do. I declare over your life, may the Lord make out of you a great nation. May the Lord make out of this house a great nation. May the Lord make out of your family a great nation. May the Lord make out of your academics, your profession, a great nation. A great nation. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11. I feel the blessing of the Lord. All of a sudden, the place is like there are showers of blessing in the building. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11. He said, the, the Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times so many more as ye are and bless you as he has promised. Look at the words of Moses. He's connecting to the promise God gave to Abraham. May God make of you a great nation. May God make of this ministry a great nation. May the Lord make of your life a great nation. If you believe that, give the Lord a clap offering somebody. Number two. Number two. You see, if, if you don't take care, when they are teaching on blessing, you may not take interest in it. The black man, if I was teaching about 36 generational cases that are in your bloodline, hey, my God, even when I cough, you write it. Pastor coughed. <laughs> but I'm telling you, as I'm teaching, when I came, I was tired. I now feel like I've gone for, you see how you feel when you go for jogging and come? I feel, that means that the anointing has come. And every word I declare, that has been inspired by the Spirit, may it be imprinted on your destiny. In the name of Jesus. Number two, I will make your name great. I will make your name great. So I'll make of you a great nation. I'll make your name great. May the name you carry, may God make it great. Yeah. Because of you, your family name will be great. Yeah. Your, your same name is not known. But because of your connection, with Abraham. Materially, God made Abraham's name great. Genesis 13 verse 2. Materially. Materially. He said, Now Abraham was extremely rich. Receive that blessing over your life. Yes, Abraham. He was extremely, hey, extremely old. Extremely rich in livestock and in silver and in gold. May your car park, may your garage, eh? may your garage be filled with varieties of cars. Amen. Extremely rich. <laughs> Stephanie, extremely. And God was not bothered because God himself made him. That is the level you can go. That is why you must, we must not be satisfied as a church. Extremely rich. Not just rich, me. Extremely. That means he couldn't keep track. Extreme. If the word is extreme. Give me another version. Kabodafahatas. Give me GNT. Abraham was a very rich man with sheep, 
goat cattle as well as silver and gold. So materially, Genesis chapter 24 verse 32, Amplified Version. 24, 32. Materially, God made his name great. When you're talking about livestock, owners of livestock in town, you mention Abraham's name. When you're talking about rich millionaires, you mention Abraham's name. May that be your testimony. So the man came into the house and Laban unguarded his camels and gave straw and provident for the camels and water to the back to his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. No, this is not what I want. This is not what I want. Let me keep to the first one. 31. 35. Yeah, give me 35. When you are studying like that and you are writing. And the Lord has blessed my master. Uh-huh. So, Eliezer was giving a report of his master, Abraham. Mightily. May the Lord bless you mightily. I said, may the Lord bless you mightily. By the time you are 35, when your colleagues see you, you are Dr. So-so-and-so. <laughs> By the time they see you, you are still on fire and you are extremely rich. Amen. Yeah, extremely. Kayaba. And he has become great. It takes the blessing of God. A heavy blessing of God to make your name great. May a heavy blessing of God come upon your life. Come upon your family. Come upon your business. Come upon your children. Come upon your health. Come upon the church. And he has given him flocks, heads, silver, gold, men servants, men servants, camels and axes. Spiritually, the Lord made him great. Genesis 21, 22. Let's run now. He said, at that time, Abimelech and Fickle, the commander of his army said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you do. Spiritually, he had a great name. May you not grow physically alone. May you not grow financially alone. But may you grow spiritually in the name of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8 to 10. Spiritually, he was great. The Bible said, edge on by faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed and went forth to a place which he was destined to receive as an inheritance. And he went, although he did not know a trouble or trouble his, or, or trouble his mind about where he was to go. Verse 9. Prompted by faith, he dwelt as a temporary resident in the land which was designated in the promise of God, though he was like a stranger in a strange country, living in tent with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heads with him of the same promise. Verse 10. For he was waiting expectantly and confidently looking forward to the city which has fixed and firm foundations whose architect and builder is God. Spiritual growth. Spiritually, he was great. He was not looking for a house built by Dan Gotti or anybody. Whose architect and builder, that is faith, that is spiritual growth. May we grow spiritually. 
And socially, he was great. Genesis chapter 23, verse 6. You see how the blessings are plenty? <laughs> he said, listen to us, my Lord. You are a mighty prince among us. May the Lord make you a mighty prince in the society. May you not just be a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer. May you be an engineer who is known in the nation, who is known in the nations, who is known in the world with great, great impact in the name of Jesus. Bury your dead, blah, blah, blah. He was mighty. Let's go to number three. He said, I will bless you. That is the next blessing. I will bless you. That bless means barak, which means to be divinely empowered by God to be in abundance and to have increase in life. Barak, to be divinely empowered. May the Lord divinely empower you. I said, may the Lord divinely empower you to live in abundance and to live in increasing favor for the rest of this year and the rest of your life in the name of Jesus. Number four, he said, you shall be a blessing. You. You are a blessing. You are a blessing. You will become a distributor of blessings. Genesis 12, verse 2 or 3. He said, and I will bless those who bless you Oh, and in you will all the families and the kindred of the earth be blessed. So you will become a blessing. You become a depot, a depot of blessing and a distributor of blessing. Not a container, but a depot. A container is different from a depot. A depot is a place where constantly like the yogurt depot. So every time you see the yogurt sellers, they are there. A depot does not keep items for long. It must be distributed. May the Lord make you a depot of blessings. I said, may the Lord make you a depot of blessings. In the name of Jesus. It is just like, imagine the yogurt seller you see on the way. And then imagine the quantity of yogurt in a depot. You are not a yogurt seller. You are a depot of yogurt. You are not a blessing. You are not just blessed. You are a blessing. You carry a blessing for your generation. And may you begin to see yourself as such. May you not see yourself as a, a misfortune, a, 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 an unfortunate personality, a cursed personality. As for me, my family this. As for me, where I'm coming from. If my father will have helped me. If my mother had, No, you are a blessing. Whether they acknowledge it or not, by the word of the Lord, you have to acknowledge yourself that you are a blessing. Lift up your right hand and say, I am a blessing. Say, I am a blessing. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. Number five, I will bless them that bless you. I will bless them that bless you. So you see, as you are walking, there is this blessing on your life. God says he will bless them that bless you. You didn't force God to say it. He said it. So anybody that blesses you, anybody that does you kindness or that shows you kindness, anyone that helps you in any form, God himself will bless the person. So you are a blessing in somebody's life. 
Yeah. If somebody has you as a friend, you are a blessing. And the, bless, the person is also blessed to have you. Yeah. Let people be blessed to have you because you are a blessing. Yeah. Let people, when Laban handled Jacob well, his business was never the same. When Potiphar handled Joseph well, his business and his household was never the same. It is a blessing for your company to have you. Yeah. It is a blessing for your company to pay you well. And I declare over your life, any company that is not paying you well, the Lord is taking you out of that company and placing you in a better place because you are a blessing. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. God's commitment to Abraham is the same commitment to us. What he said to Abraham and he did it. Is the same commitment he has towards us. Number six, I will curse them that curse you. That's a serious one. God said it, I will curse them that curse you. Number six, blessing. A curse cannot rest upon a person without a cause. Romans 26, Proverbs 26, 2. Quickly. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 2. He said, as the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse without a cause or causeless shall not stand. For the believer, the finished works of Christ makes you potentially uncursable. So if they curse, it will bounce back to them. Did you understand that? That is the blessing you carry. You didn't pray for it. God just spoke it. And that is the blessing that was on Abraham. You couldn't touch his, his wife and God would not react. When Abimelech tried it, God appeared in his dream. May nobody tamper with your testimony. Amen. May no man, may no woman dare to use necromancy, witchcraft, or court powers to mendel in your destiny. May any man or any woman that attempt to progress on that path in your life, in your marital testimony, in any aspect of your life, may the Lord stop them in their track. I said, may the Lord stop them in their track. In the name of Jesus. Because of time. Galatians, no, because of time. Because of time. These blessings must be personally applied, implemented, and, 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 and taken hold by yourself. I told you it's available, but it takes faith. It's entirely a matter of faith. And may you not miss your blessings of Abraham. Amen. Number seven, in you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. All the nations of the earth will be blessed in you. What a blessing. Number eight. He said, I will show you the land. <laughs> God told Abraham. As Abraham began to walk with you, you know, from the beginning, Abraham did not know where he was going. But when he got to a point and God saw that he was walking with you, he said, I will show you the May the Lord show you your land of prosperity. I said, may the Lord show you your land of prosperity. May the Lord bring you to your worthy place. I said, may the Lord bring you to your worthy place. In the name of Jesus. 
Psalm 37, verse 22. He said, For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 8. He said, A land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey. This is the land the Lord is planting your life in. You are not walking on barren grounds. You are not walking in the, in, in the wilderness. You are not dwelling in the wilderness. You are not dwelling in the desert. This is the land the Lord is planting your life. And you shall be fruitful in this life. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy over your life. In the next five years, in the next seven years, in the next ten years, in the next fifteen years, people will look at you and they will experience heaven on earth. Somebody shout a big amen. It will come to pass. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. Number nine. I will give the land to you and your seed forever. When God was blessing, he didn't forget the children of Abraham. The Lord will remember you and your children. You are blessed. I said you are blessed. I said you are blessed. I said you are blessed. blessed. Number 10, I will make your seed as the dust in number. I will make thy seed. May God make this church a mighty church, a mega church, a city that is set on the hill and not a village that is hidden in the corner. I said, may your life be like a city that is set on the hill and not like a village hidden in a corner. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When you go home, read Genesis chapter 13, verse 16. Because of time, I'm running. Number 11, he said, I am your shield. Wow. Look at the blessing. God says that he is our shield. So as you are walking, I, I don't know, those days when a, a FIFA game came, when the players are active, you see some round something around them. Anytime I read this scripture, I, I picture that thing. That means whilst I am walking, the Lord is my shield. You have to perceive it by faith in order to enter into its reality. Yeah. So the Lord is your shield. Genesis 15, 1. Number 12. I am your great reward. I am your great reward. So every time you are doing something for God, know that is your great reward. He will never leave you without a sign of his reward. He will reward you. Your labor will not be useless. Your labor of love will not be wasted. He is your great reward. So we will labor for him. We will work for him. We will work the fields of souls. We will work for the kingdom in every area of our lives. Our profession will work for the advancement of the kingdom. Our talent, our giftings will be laid bare on the altar for the name of Christ to be exalted. Genesis chapter 15, verse number 1. Number 13. Your son will inherit that which God provides for you. Nobody will ever take a property you leave for your children. Your amen is not strong. 
The lands you leave for your children, they will inherit it. The, 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 the estate you leave for your children, they will inherit it. The faith you leave for them, they will continue in it. None of them will leave the Christian faith. I said none of your children will leave the Christian faith. None of our grandchildren will leave the Christian faith. None of them will denounce Christ in the name of Jesus. Genesis 15, 2 to 5. When you go read it. Number 14. Your seed shall be as stars in numbers. Your seed shall be as stars in numbers. There will be abundance. Abundance. You will not be few. No, you will not be few. I said you will not be few. Amen. You know why China is powerful? Because of their numbers. Yeah. You will not be few. Your family will not be small. I said your family will not be small. Amen. You will have many doctors in your families. Amen. You will have professors in your families. Amen. You will have Supreme Court judges in your families. Amen. The presidents of Ghana for many years will be coming out of your family. Amen. Your tribe, your clan, your family, your external family, when you gather for a naming ceremony, when you gather for an engagement, it will be like a state event. In the name of Jesus. Number 15. Those who oppress you, God will oppress them. Yeah. That is the blessing you have. Those who oppress you, God himself will oppress them. Genesis 15, 14. Number 16. I will bring your seed out of every bondage. That is another blessing. I will bring your seed out of every bondage. Let us not be afraid for our children. Let us not fret. Let us not doubt. Hey, if we are not around, will they continue their faith? God has promised. He will bring them out of every bondage. Every bondage of gayism, prostitution, alcoholism, any kind of bondage that has held humanity, our children will be delivered. Amen. Your amen is not strong. Amen. Genesis chapter 15 verse 14. Number 17, I will bless your seed great material substance. I will bless your seed with great you see how the Abrahamic blessing is powerful. It affects you and your children and your children's children. I will bless your seed with great material blessings. May your children have houses in Germany. May your children have houses in US. May your children have companies, international companies in the name of Jesus. I will bless your children with material blessings. Genesis 15, 14. Number 18. You will die in peace. Yeah. You will die in peace. Yeah. You won't die struggling. You will die. You will rest in peace when your time is up. Yeah. That is a blessing. Die. When you sleep, you will sleep. And when you are gone, you are gone in peace. Amen. You will not die in war. Your amen is not strong. Yeah. Hey, Namunka, amen. Yeah. Yeah. 
today the president of Chad was killed in battle. Yeah. He just went there. He thought that the people were joking. Breaking news. President of Chad is dead in battle. He has been declared winner of election. He was here to go for celebration party. But due to the insurgency, he went to battle because he himself came into battle as a rebel in 1980. Hey, pastor, this one to you know, I know. <laughs> he shot him. He died in the battlefield. May you not die in the hands of kidnappers. Yeah. You don't say amen. You don't know what it means to be kidnapped. May you not die under the gunshot of armed robbers. Genesis 15, 15. Number 19. You will be buried in your good old age. That is the blessing of Abraham we have access to. Genesis 15, 15. Psalm 91, verse 16. When you go read it. Number 20. I will make an eternal covenant with you. And you walk well with God. He enters into some covenant with you that affects generations unborn. May you become a generational blessing in your family in the name of Jesus. Genesis 17, 4. 21. Wow. I will multiply you exceedingly. He moves from your children and comes to you again. Genesis 17, 2. I told you that when you're talking about blessing, if you don't take care, you'll be tired writing. But if I was talking about curses, you see that when you miss it, you'll be asking someone, Charlie, what he talk? What he talk? <laughs> I will multiply you exceedingly. Genesis 17, 2. Number 22. You will be the father of many nations. May nobody be barren in this house. Yeah. You will be the father of many nations. Yeah. It's a blessing. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Genesis 17, 5 to 6. Number 23. I will make you exceedingly fruitful. Yeah. You will not run businesses for you to run out. Hey, your capital. Wait, this cannot have the capital. You cannot run the business again. And now you are believing God, oh God, give me another capital. I will not chop it again. Hey, you will be fruitful all the days of your life. Amen. Genesis 17, 6. Number 24. Kings shall come from you. Amen. Kings shall come out of you. Amen. Yeah. Genesis 17, 6. You know what kings means? Mighty man. Your children will be mighty when you are 65 and they are surrounding you on uh, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve. Some of them will come with state protocol. I take it, I take it, I take it. God, I take it. We'll be there. Every, all, all your five children, they have come. People, 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 people. Policemen in your house. Christmas Day, everybody came with four, four policemen. Said, These are your sons. 
these are your children. May the Lord make your children. May kings come out of you in the name of Jesus. Number 25. So that is Genesis 17, 6. Number 25. I will make a covenant with your seed eternally. So I will make a covenant with you eternally. And then with your seed also. None of your children will backslide into another faith. May prophets come out of your house. May pastors come out of your house. May evangelists come out from your house. May kingdom builders come out of your house. May one man come out of your house eh, who will build 500 churches in the name of Jesus. May the men in your family win 1,000 souls every year. May 10,000 souls be credited to your family. May 100,000 souls be credited to your family. On the judgment day, when your family members stand, five family members alone, they have one million souls won into the kingdom. Receive that blessing in the name of Jesus. Number 26. I will be a God to you and your seed. God will never forget our children. When our children cry to them, he will hear them. That is a blessing we carry. Genesis 17, 7 to 8. 27, I will bless your wife. Hey. Sure. You'll be there and say me, I'm a what? Uh, celibate. Eh? Celibate or whatever. Celebrate or celibate. Which one? Eh? Celibate. When there's a provision that I will bless your wife. Oh, I'll bless your husband. You are there. Maybe the blessing that is coming on your wife is bigger than your own. You are there. The blessing that comes of your husband is bigger. And then maybe they don't like to marry. God said, I will bless your wife. Yeah. Your family members will be shy of your wife. Yeah. The name Drew. May the Lord bless your wife. May the Lord bless your husband. In the name of Jesus. No, none of your relatives will talk anyhow to your wife. Shouting on them. And small food they have cooked for occasion. Even the food, no, it's not nice. You are insulting your wife on top. God made a provision that your wife will be blessed also. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering. I can't go on the time. Let me do three minutes. Let me see where I'll get to because I'm now going to number 28. I will give you a son from her. That is a promise from God. It means your wife can never be barren. Three days ago, my wife told me of a, 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 a man of God who, who has been married for 14 years and the Lord blessed them with a child. It's a promise. It will come to pass. Your wife will give you a child. I said your wife will give you a child. I said your wife will give you a child. Genesis 17, 16, 28. I will give you a son. No, that is Genesis 17, 16. Yes, I've gone to it. Number 29. You shall be a mother of many nations. So God, God shifted from Abraham 
And because Sarah is connected to Abraham, God said, I cannot leave your wife. He said, you will be a mother. So the same word that you, Abraham, will be a father of nations, your wife will be a mother of many nations. May your wife have great impact in her generation. In the name of Jesus. Genesis 17, 16. Number 30. Kings shall come out from your wife. Is that not the same thing he told him? Yeah. So you share in the inheritance of your spouse. It's for married people. I don't go there. No, they've opened their ears. <laughs> Genesis 17, 16. So it is very foolish for a husband to insult the wife. <laughs> or a wife to insult the husband. Because in the sight of God, when the blessing is flowing, it goes and comes at the same level. I'm not talking about marriage. Number 31. <laughs> I will establish my everlasting covenant with your seed, Isaac, and his seed. Yeah, that is why he established it with Christ. And we that we are in it, we qualify. We are so precious to God. It's just a matter of time. You will see what you must see. Genesis 17, 19 to 21. Number 32, I will make your sons fruitful. Amen. You will see your grandchildren. Amen. I say you will see your grandchildren. Amen. I say you will see your grandchildren. Amen. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will see your grandchildren. Amen. Genesis 17, 20. Number 33, I will multiply your sons abundantly. Amen. That means that the blessing that was on the father, eh? It moved on the wife and moved to the children and to the children's children. May you walk with God well to procure a blessing for your generations that even though you'll be dead and gone, your great-great-grandchildren will be enjoying your sacrifice you did in faith and obedience with God. Amen. Yeah. Number 34. I will multiply your sons as the sand in numbers. The same thing. The same thing God told Abraham. He now he's referring it on his children. Genesis 22, 17. Number 35. The 35th blessing. Your seed shall be the victor over their enemies. Wow. See, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the teaching. Your seed. So when you enter into warfare, you are fighting from victory. You are not fighting for. You are fighting from. He said, on any day, when you begin to fight your enemy, you are declared the winner. Amen. What a blessing. You will not struggle to win battles again. Amen. I said, you will not struggle to win battles again. When you lift your voice and say, I decree and I declare, may the atmosphere be ready to strike. Genesis 22, 17. The 36th blessing. In your seed shall all nations of the earth be blessed. Amen. Yeah. 
I will end here tonight. Give the Lord a clap of friend. That is on Genesis 22, 18. If I were you, I would not go home the whole week. I will take the book of Galatians and I will take these notes and I will go through it and chew the blessings. Write it out. Type it out. Put it in my bedroom. I know you like putting your pictures there. And some flowers, old flowers, fake Chinese flowers. Boy, be there now. What would they, what, remove those ones and put these ones. And every day when you wake up, declare one over your life. Because a curse is a spoken word, a negative spoken word. A blessing is a positive spoken word. So speak it. Last two statements and we are done. The uncommon blessing as was placed upon the life of Abraham clearly shows that it had power to cover all the areas of our lives. Covered all. So why are you going to see an occult? Why are you going to see a juju man? For what? Engage God in faith and obedience. You will enter into those blessings. You can never be less than what God has promised when you walk in the uncommon blessing. I want you to close your eyes and put your hands on your heart and begin to talk to God in one minute that Lord, help me by your grace to walk in faith and walk in obedience to your word. Help me, O oh God. Talk to God. Help me to engage your word on the platform of obedience and faith. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this teaching. Thank you for keeping us under your watershed and opening up your scriptures to us. I pray that, Lord, we will walk in this knowledge, in this light of revelation. And, Lord, as we walk in this light of revelation, let our testimonies be seen. Reward us in the open. Let there be open rewards for our walk with you in obedience and faith. Change our stories and put new songs in our mouth. Let our destinies take up higher glories and higher honors. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. amen. Celebrate God with a good clap. <laughs> Celebrate God. Celebrate Him. Hallelujah. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.